It's time for Who Watch, Time and Relative Blackness in Space. It's Bayana, Connie, and Robin coming to you live from the Time Vortex. We're continuing our Blue Ballot Box series where we discuss one episode from each season of New Who based on our nominations and your votes. Today we're discussing episode 10 of Doctor Who season 5, Vincent and the Doctor. In this episode, the Doctor is the Minister of Art and Artiness. Amy doesn't know why she is sad, or that she even is sad, and Vincent adds to his pile of good things. First things first, y'all are fake. <laughs> I don't know what you're this talking about. This is season. This is the fifth one. You gotta get your campaign up, Robin. I am. I got busy. I'm, I know. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's what happens. Y'all are fake. I'm just saying. That's the eleventh hour is a solid episode, and nobody is. wants confidence in these fields. <laughs> the hell is wrong with y'all? You need to learn what you're voting for. You're not voting to watch the thing. You can watch Vincent and the Doctor on your own. You're voting for what you want to hear us talk about. And if you want to hear content, do this bullshit. Y'all are fake. (laughs) (laughs) Fully fake. Well, if you didn't put that much effort into campaigning, we might be watching Vincent and the Doctor. We might be watching (laughs) I mean, the game is the game. So what are your feels on this episode, Robin? I love this episode. It's my favorite episode ever. (laughs) (laughs) You had to to get that out. I just had to get that out. I did not want to talk about it with you. (laughs) Well, dang. What? (laughs) Dang what? Well, dang. Dang what, Constance? Just dang. You know. I mean, I was going to say, you know who you are. And you know who I am. Which is why I didn't choose this episode. That's what she's saying. That's why she didn't do it. That's why she said, you know what? Perhaps not. Listen. The listeners gave us their choice. And here we are. And I'm just saying we might need new listeners. (laughs) (laughs) So there I am. (laughs) The haterade is real. The haterade is real. Uh, at the end, we'll figure out if Robin will win one <laughs> next time. I'm not even trying anymore. I'm going. I'm going for for defeated. <laughs> what? You got? We got five more seasons. Six more seasons. Defeated. We got six oh, more seasons. This is my season, though. This is my doctor. If I didn't win season, I'm, I don't care anymore. Defeated. <laughs> the hose doth unloyal be. <laughs> we can't have Connie win next time, so. You got to do a little something. What's next one? Oh, um, we'll, we'll get to it at the end. It's fine. I we'll don't even know. Don't nobody want to. Don't nobody want to watch what Connie voted for. <laughs> or, I would just say I, that. Okay. Anyway, anyway, Vincent and the Doctor. So this is in the wake of Rory being sucked up by the crack in the universe. Um, Wasn't he killed first? 
Huh? Or, or did he just get sucked in? I can't remember. It's been a minute since I watched those episodes. He got shot, and then he got sucked up. Got it. Okay. So he was going to just die, and she was going to be sad. But then the universe was like, even better? Don't remember him at all. How about that? <laughs> yep. Yikes. Yep. Which, you know, to be fair. It's kind of better. I was going to say, I mean, she out here, she's... Better to have loved and lost. French <laughs> summer. French, you know what I mean? She's out here on the French countryside. <laughs> I thought you were going to say. Proposed. So I just feel like... French girl summer. That's what I thought hot, you were going to say. Hot, said, hot, hot girl summer. I said hot girl French summer, but that doesn't, it's not, it doesn't roll off the tongue. Right, yeah, but y'all yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, we're going to get Rory's gone. He may be gone, like RIP, but you know... She's like, living her she life. Even know that he time travel summer. R.I.P. So, yep. so the doctor's like taking Amy around lots of places to like distract her and you know show off and stuff. So they go to the Musée d'Orsay in France and mm. visit the Van Gogh exhibit, which is sort of I am- interesting because it's like such a normal. It's like the normal thing. It's such a. It's like a thing they can just do. Like, you don't have to be a time traveler to get to that part. <laughs> so he's just like, oh, let's just go like, back home and, you know, to your time and just take you to the best museum that has ever existed in the history of museums. The Musée d'Orsay is a museum that was created out of an empty, it used to be a train station. So it's an empty, like, train station. And so it's got these big, beautiful, rounded ceilings with glass. It's like fucking. King's Cross Station when Harry Potter died, but it was all clean. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is beautiful. And then the Rodin exhibit. And then the Van Gogh exhibit. And it's just like, ah! And so, <laughs> if you have a machine that travels in space and time, basically you can operate somewhere, and you think your friend needs some cheering up, you go to the fucking Musée d'Orsay. Shit is lit. I want to go back. Oh, Okay. All right. I mean, honestly, I get, I get it. I, I, yeah. Like, I would, I would like to see it. You know what I mean? But, and I, and I think too, it's like I feel like also the doctor, like on top of trying to cheer her up, I think he also feels guilty. So I think he's also trying. It's like his way of saying sorry without saying sorry because he can't say it. Because you know know what he's sorry for. Because she doesn't know what he's sorry for, so she's just kind of like two thousand four. But you know. So Amy's like, why are you being so nice to me? And mm-hmm. he's like, we're friends. I can't be nice to my friends. Why? And then she's like, that was weird. You're being <laughs> right. weird. Because it's like, you could be, you can be nice, but like, it's you a different kind of nice. It's <laughs> yeah. not, but also, it's not like he never is nice to her. It's just there's a difference between somebody just being like, oh, we're homies, we're hanging out, we're chilling, and being like, I'm going to take you to this cool to place, and I'm going to take you to that like, cool place. And you're the, like, the um, in the universe. And it's not right. even like the cool places that are like, the doctor is like, I'm going to take you places. It's going to be some crazy-ass planet where some shit's getting shot up. He's, a, he's. I'm taking you where you want to go. Right. And that's what she's what like, are you okay. you trying to see? What's going yeah. on with, you know what I mean? It's very, like, he's landed on thick. Mm. Yes. And so she's like, okay, what's, what's up? Right. Yeah. And so they meet, they're, like, looking at the Van Gogh exhibit, because, you know, us Americans, I guess, say things terribly. So I was like, oh, it's not Van Gogh. Great. I don't know. My art teacher in the third yeah. grade called it Van Gogh. I'm going to call it Van Gogh. <laughs> <laughs> That's not his name, though. That's like, not his name. 
So we meet, see the works of Vincent at the museum, and Bill Nye is randomly in this episode. Apparently, he's Which not even so credited. Either. He's not credited? I don't think so. Really? Oh, that's, what the, he has, like, that's what the wiki said. That he's not weird. actually credited for being in this episode, even though he has mad lines. That's what I was going to say. That's weird. It's also the weirdest, like, role to give Bill Nye. <laughs> like, every time I watch it, I'm always like, why are you here doing this? Yeah. Like, he should be playing Van Gogh. Like, well, he shouldn't be, but... He could he should. be. Like, he should... If he's gonna be in Doctor Who... Right. He's like, yeah, I'll just be the museum guide. I what? mean, you know, he was, he was like... He was like... I mean, he wasn't he, like, salty that he was, like, the only British actor not in Harry Potter, and then he got Scrimger, and he was like, for sure, I got, like... <laughs> a monologue and that's it it's fine we good he probably just like i'm out here i gotta I just, need just gotta, i just have to say credit. that i was in it you know what i mean right he's like i just need the imdb credit yeah just run me my my thing yeah right. like, i guess i just want to be here he's just happy to be here i don't want i only want to be here for a day right he's like i don't have time for this right i don't actually have time for this but i really want to do it so let me just show up hold on well now i'm Looking it up, Bill Nye appears uncredited as the Musée d'Orsay's expert on Van Gogh. Uh, Nye was rumored to have been... Uh, no. In the episode, they say with an F, like an F sound. Nye, Nye, Bill Nye, does, he does the, uh, the yeah, sound. Van Gogh. Like, Van Gogh. Yeah. And then they're saying Van Gogh, like it's golf. Yeah. So, it's a lot of different things happening. Yeah, and we're American. Van Gogh. <laughs> that's what i'm saying i'm like what is the truth i'm gonna just say what i know until i learn the truth um anyway naya was rumored to have been considered for the role of the ninth doctor when the show was revived campbell stated that he that they were very fortunate to have naya in the role who believed who he believed was someone people paid attention to and the audience needed to pay attention to his character as he said facts which would become important later in the story and that's all it says um, so there's, like, no, like, oh my goodness, Nye really was like, I love Doctor Who. and wanted to, Like, there's no reasoning for why it's uncredited. That's fascinating to me. So Vincent is a painter. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny. Uh, my pal Vinny. They uh, notice a mysterious figure in one of the paintings. And I guess they've seen it enough just, like, ever to know that it doesn't belong there. And the doctor's like, hurry up, tell me what, tell me when this painting was made. And I'm like, you have a time machine, sir. What is the rush? Well, because, oh, I get it. Yeah. Right. On his end, it's just. On his end. Yeah. Yeah. He just got to put in the right date. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, hurry up, tell me. I was like, hurry up, because there's a a monster. (laughs) (laughs) But I get what you're saying now. Right. Anyway, so they go to uh, the year that the painting was painted, uh, which is a year before Van Gogh dies, and they meet Vincent Van Gogh. He is a ginge. He is rural into Amy. And he's a drunk. Yikes. And he's poor. Like, when they meet... It's, it's so funny, though, he's to see them, drunk. like... That's I mean, he's a drunk, saying, but he's yeah. not... Yeah, yeah no. Not, not, that, a, not that, like, he, that's what they're... That's, that's what I was going to say. It's really interesting that Amy and the doctor see him, and they're like, yo! Like, they're just, Amy's they're like, that's him! Out. Oh my god! They're, like, <laughs> freaking out. And everybody else is like, this? Him? Him? You, well, want, you gonna pay for his drink? Like, for what? Why? Yeah, he was you want his famous, He was famously underappreciated right. in life. Right. And 
But I think it's, it's funny. It's like a good like kind of uh, what's contrast. contrast of like yeah. everyone else around him being like you ain't shit, and then Amy and Rory come or Amy and the Ooh. doctor whoops come. Uh, <laughs> They they come through like yo you the best you know what I mean like this yeah. is like you the greatest to ever do it and he's like I don't even know what you're talking about like you right. want to talk to me like for what yeah so it's in 1889 that they go I feel like I'm not this is why I didn't want to do this episode I just want to geek out about Van Gogh um, <laughs> <laughs> which is why we should do this episode like. No, because it's not about him. It's I mean, it is about him, but it's not about him. Anyway, his, like, brother pays for him to go to France, which is kind of, like, so basically, what, anyway, so, like, the idea that he's a drunk is because he's an unmedicated schizophrenic is what people believe that he had. Yeah, um, I think modern is, like, bipolar, maybe? That's what I was seeing. Yeah. Um, but, you know undiagnosed Mm -hmm. so he went from the netherlands and then he lived in belgium and then he lived in paris and then he lived in the middle of nowhere in france yeah mostly his brother theo just like was like go be happy but also be away from me (laughs) (laughs) and like honestly deal with you right now i was gonna say yeah Yeah. i was gonna say honestly that's a sibling like i yeah as far as siblings go and like you know, in some way, like it's fine. Like you can tell that the way folks deal with him is trash. And like, obviously, you know, this is however many two hundred, no, eighty nine. It's over a hundred years ago. Um, like the way that they treat people who have mental health issues is trash. But the fact that like his brother did want to help him, and I think that even he could have like if it, even if it wasn't like a mental health thing like, i could see maybe not my sibling but i could see somebody being like i want to help you i feel like a moral obligation to help you as my sibling but like i need you to mm-hmm. be a, yeah you know. i mean but also the other the funny the funniest thing about theo is that theo is like a very accomplished and like respected art dealer so he's also like in this world where he's living in like he's in the netherlands but his brother is devoted to being an artist, but everyone right. is like, he he's is trash. Terrible. Right. So it's like, so it's one you of really two professionally. Where, yeah. Professionally. He's like, I, I mean, personally, he's like, I really love you. You're my older brother. Yeah. I want you to, you know, live in your truth and be happy. So then I can continue to pay for you. <laughs> I need you to go. To leave. Yeah. <laughs> like just so that I can keep the money coming in. We're just going to have to be out. pretend that we don't know each other. <laughs> I'm going to send you a lot of letters. Don't worry about it. Are keep you, in contact. Yeah, are you, have you heard about this guy, Vincent? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's from the Netherlands. You know, Van Gogh is him. a very popular name. Yeah, out there. You know what I'm saying? It, it could be anybody. You talk, it could be the ones from over the way over there. The yeah. ones um, over the hill. I might but, yeah. be my cousin, but we don't really talk very much. Right. So, um, you know, they meet him outside of the cafe, and I really like the way that they, um, <laughs> I noted this later, but I guess I can talk about it now. Um, because Van Gogh's work is so colorful and so light, they actually had to light this episode well. <laughs> and I was mm-hmm. like, I can see things. Like, most of season five is kind of the last of, like, the lightness, I would say. <laughs> 
Um, like yeah, because it's the, they have the orange, uh, yeah, like TARDIS desktop. They right. have like things are generally brighter. Right. I think it's like mid. See, no, six. it's the beginning of season six, it's huh? Early six, I think. Early six, where it's like cold and. Mm-hmm. And so I like appreciated that we could like. Well, I don't this. know because there's also the whole like when they go to America, like that's pretty. Right. It's bright. like after that. It's like right yeah, after, after America. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess it kind of match. It mostly matches the TARDIS desktop, but which I think does stay until Clara gets there, which is just another <laughs> notch against her. Honestly, wait, is that true? Maybe it is. I yeah, can't remember. But, it's been a uh, minute. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I don't know. It's yeah. I don't know, but six. It still does get dark. Anyway, what I was saying is that I do like how they um, like framed all the scenes that were his paintings. So, you know, the way that they're like, oh, look, it's the postcard that she's looking at of the cafe. And then they like it's just like a beautiful way that they like framed everything um, and lit everything to match the paintings where it's like they're all nothing was too um, jarring to go from one to the other. Mm -hmm. Um, Like they all match tonally within the same episode. I guess Van Gogh still has like a similar style in his paintings, but still it was. I liked watching them, like, compare. Like, when they, later when they, like, go to his room and it's, like, the room painting. The room, yeah. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> I was just like, oh. Yeah, the way they see that, that was really cool. And I think also just, like, like, with most, um, like, episodes where they meet historical figures, having yeah. them, like, try to hint at yes. things, like that's always funny for me. Of all of the like, things. Yeah, like, like, Shakespeare, when they're like, oh, um... Or, like, when the doctor keeps saying... I think it's Shakespeare and Agatha Christie where the doctor keeps, like, saying things and they're like, oh, is that mine? Oh, might have to take that. (laughs) Or, like, uh, this one, the one that reminded me the most, though, was uh, Rose talking to Queen Victoria, talking about, would you say you're not amused? (laughs) Um, Like, because Amy's like, hey, I bought all of these sunflowers. Would you like to perhaps paint them? (laughs) Wink, wink. And she's just like, no. It's like, girl, if you go paint them, paint them. Like you, I mean, cool, but you could also just chill. Was you just know? like, uh, no, they're too complicated. Act it's also fine. You're cute. I'll think about it. It's <laughs> also really funny because in it, like those things are like, I get the the Rose Queen Victoria thing, but that to me always like brings to mind the question of like, so did Vincent paint mm. some? Like, was he always going to paint sunflowers, right. or did he paint them because like he the cute not. girl he met that one time? He was not going to paint those sunflowers <laughs> right that is a yeah right they suggested he was but then i think that's one of the other things about this episode in particular um that's slightly different from like the one with queen victoria or um like the other historical figures is that like they went specifically to see van gogh the other times the uh, they the um they just kind of ran into them and they popped up and so because they came specifically to see van gogh and figure out about like whatever this creature is there's like the doctor like they're directly affecting his life in a way mm-hmm. that's like a little bit more touchy. And so the doctor is very nervous about that because mm-hmm. he's like, you know, we could potentially like kill him now. And that would be awkward. Um, and then also like, <laughs> but I think because of that, maybe because of that, they're kind of playing with the idea that, oh, I don't know. I don't know how to, I I don't know how to explain it, but that- it's like, it kind of plays with the idea that like what is happening may not have happened had Amy and the doctor not been there. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like 
I don't know. It seeds them in as opposed to having them be kind of just like on the side, if that makes sense. See, and I don't see that at all because I think that the the moral of it, and we'll get like when we get to quotes from the Tarnish, when we get to the you know, is that like things are he was he was destined for greatness. Sure, but I'm thinking regardless, and things not necessarily not necessarily the big picture, but like the specific events of the of the the episode, if that makes sense. Yeah. So not necessarily his entire trajectory, but like specific things. And because it's specific things, he they could have potentially killed. You know what I mean? Like they could have made it so that he died a year early, killed by this invisible monster, if they were were careless. But a lot of the things that they affected were small, like like the painting, like the sunflowers. That's Amy affecting his life in a way that's really concrete. And if she hadn't been there, then it wouldn't have happened. Or at least that's what they're suggesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But maybe his like, like how people regard him. And like you know, his reputation at the, like now, maybe that part wouldn't have changed. It'd be like one less painting, yeah. if that makes sense. And I think the well, the not really because well, not really. I think no. yeah. I think the doctor says this like that last year of his life is where we get a lot of his really great yeah like, the paintings that right. But well, I'm I saying he wouldn't, it he... wouldn't be the sunflower painting is what they're saying. Right, I'm not right. saying that that's. That's just what they're saying or suggesting. And I think um, in difference to some of the other historical figures, it is so late in his life that like he did have a lot of his famous paintings already made. Like he didn't already have them. Um, And so because it's so late in his life and career, I think that also changes because as Bayana was saying, it kind of doesn't it wouldn't have necessarily affected his if he had, you know, gotten got by the creature, he wouldn't. Have, it wouldn't have necessarily affected his future reputation because so many of those works were are already finished. Yeah. Um, but it just would have been like, ooh, <laughs> he could have been, you know, the way that we actually know him, as opposed to like missing the several paintings that he painted in that last year. But it is, yeah. like, later in his in his life than most of the historical figures that they run into, and I found that interesting, too. Right. Because yeah, it says I'm, like, deep in this now, and I'm, now I'm just going to, like, leave and go <laughs> into another Van Gogh. I, but he completed 100 paintings and over 100—no, oh over, like, completed 200 paintings and then over 100 drawings and watercolors, um, and that's in that last— year and that's like where most of the like the very you know bright yellow paintings that he's really known for and then obviously he loses and he cuts his ear off at one point so then all of those paintings right um like all of that happened yeah there's like a moment in the episode where amy like picks up a knife and then she's like nope (laughs) put that down yeah I'm gonna put that down. Yeah. No, thank you. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, they're nerding out over him. Um, they meet up. You know, there's the TARDIS translator thing of like accents that is interesting. Um, he's just like, "Are you from Holland?" And she's like, uh, "Yeah." No. And the doctor's like, just like, like "Yeah." You, you already know that the TARDIS translates things. Like, go with it. But I love that. I love that. Like <laughs> those little things because it's like a reminder that they're not speaking English. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's like, which we lose later on. And it's always mm-hmm. like really cute when that gets brought up when it's brought up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially in the, in like that kind of way, when like Amy's like, 
no. And it's like, because she forgets, you yeah. know? It's easy to. Like, if you're just yeah. always talking in the language that you are, like, accustomed to. Right. And everybody's talking like, it back no, you're to you. You're like, English. Like, right. <laughs> and they're like, what's in English? What's, what's in English? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Vincent thinks that Theo sent the doctor as, like, a mental doctor. <laughs> I was just like, it was just so paranoid um, because everyone kind of thinks he's nutso. And like, there's a, you know, someone starts screaming. There's a, been a murder uh, in the town and they're all like throwing things at him and blaming him for like somehow because he's messed up, all the weird stuff that's happening is all his fault. Yeah. Cool. 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 That's, I mean, that's that, fine. Cool. That makes sense. I mean, yeah, it tracks for the time. It makes no sense, but... Yeah, absolutely. Although, they're like, everything... You know, people don't know how to mind their business, so everything that, that you're doing over there directly affects what I'm doing and what's happening to my family okay. and my people. Um, I do wonder about the timing. It's like, he shows up, but also the creature shows up. So I wonder if... I don't know. It was like... I guess it can't really follow him because it can't see... But they just arrived at the same time. Yeah, they don't really explain the monster. Or, like, they do, but they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, in part, it's because the monster is not really the main part of the story. I think there are some parallels and between... And supposed to be a misdirect. Yeah, and I guess there are some parallels between, <laughs> like, the monster and the way that it's viewed and treated and then the way Van Gogh is viewed and treated. But I think that, like, like it's not... like it's defeat or like it's whatever is not the final act of the sh- of the episode. And right. so it, it's like, it feels like it's the big thing and, and then it's the not. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I feel like, honestly, like I get what they're trying to do, but I honestly don't, I think they dropped the ball on the monster a little bit because I think that they could have, ex- maybe I don't know about explain, but like, like the thing that the question you're asking, it's like, why would that, why would that timing oh, be there? Why is Van Gogh? Yeah. Right. Why is Vincent the only one who can see it? Yeah. Like what, are, like what are these things? And they just kind of go, they just say like, this is what it is, which is fine. But because of where they cut it off by the time the final act of the episode comes on, I like, I completely forgot about the monster and that's yeah. supposed to be like the whole reason they went back to see him in the first place yeah. is because of the monster. And so, um, yeah, I feel like, and of course, like, honestly, like, Obviously, the story is about Vincent. It's not about the monster. But then, if they're gonna have it, they should. I think, like they had some. Like I said, they had some parallels, but they think they could have made it a little bit more like well-rounded, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think maybe just like those two questions of like why only he can see it. Like, can anybody anybody else see it? Like, do you have to have? Because like, like, because it was a very yeah. strong impl- imp- imp- implication that like because of his madness you know like that's why he could see the creature and every like that right. so I wonder what you know like is there anybody else who can see it like what is it what is the reason and then why did it show up at the same time like was it with him elsewhere and you know sort of like the madness has been following him around and people have been like kicking him out of places because strange things have been happening and it's always been this creature right. um they and never even that feels of that. like exactly yeah weird and yeah. then and, like and i don't know i think about like um the unicorn and the wasp and like how like mm. agatha christie was not you know again they didn't go back in time to meet agatha christie but like 
and she was very much like she wasn't at the center of the story like she was in some ways but not really but her like she was still tied to the monster you know what i mean in terms of like her stories were what why the monster was acting in the way that it was Mm -hmm. um but they didn't seem to be like that you know what i mean right so yeah yeah um, so they go and stay at Vinny's house because, you know, I just, I really wish that the show, <laughs> I just, what? He was like, oh, where are you guys staying? He was like, like, oh, thanks. Oh, you're thank so you. kind. So kind. <laughs> what? And his, Which, his face was like, <laughs> I, oh, yes. I, okay. Which is just so funny to me because I get it because they need to be close to him to like one, convince him and just be near him and go with him to the church and stuff. But the show literally never deals with the fact that they have an infinite in TARDIS. Where it's one just like, room you shack. Don't, right. Like Vincent lives in a one room yeah. shack. Actually, his house looks like well-sized. Like I'd live there. Um, but, yeah, it's not a shack, but yeah, but you know, they needed to get close to him. So they go to his house and eat all his food and put their shoes on his couch. Um, <laughs> and I wondered so they, they get to his house and obviously they're like panning around he's got all his paintings at the house and I really wonder like did the BBC have to get rights to all those paintings because like they'd be owned by someone I don't think their public domain works right I have no idea actually it's just like a random curiosity I have but they should be in the public domain though he died in 1889 1890 his estate probably owns but he i mean i guess theo's yeah children yeah like it probably went to his family and like each individual painting probably went to a different place so the ones that they yeah i mean i think it's more i would think it's more like creative license and again you have to remember that the bbc is public which is you know why it's being murdered by brexit it's publicly funded. So the the prints and stuff, like the TARDIS, the exploding TARDIS kind of thing. Sure, that's that that's might an original work though of the of the T V series. Yeah, but it's like heavily based off of the like they might have had to do something like that because they're selling that. I but think it's under one of the whatever the you know, a transformative work. Yeah. But then I think that also probably applies to the show. Huh. Because all of the podcast who have the answer to this. Yeah, I mean I think I would I would personally, you know, in my however many years of legal experience, um think that because it's a plot point in a major show that in and of itself is a transformative work so the invisible beast like shows up at vincent's crib and amy's like yikes um so vincent starts to like fight it off because the doctor's like okay so i think he might actually have some oh it's a real thing okay cool yes okay he's not crazy <laughs> great all right let's fight it we got it um, well, I mean, he's he just crazy, swinging a stick around he's, he's right about that he's right about yeah. this one and the um, doctor's just swinging a stick around in the wrong direction. Yeah. Like a, also a little. He's <laughs> flailing. Right. Uh, just, I mean, if we're going to judge Vincent. Right. The doctor, especially Eleven. Who Eleven? Yeah. <laughs> he's a special one. Love him. Um, Love him so much. 
Um, so the doctor goes back to the TARDIS to be like, okay, so what do I have in here that could help me figure this out? And he has another machine that goes ding when there's stuff, just a different dinger. Um, so we find out that the beast is called a crafaeus, which is a great word. I like kind of wish we knew more about these creatures, um, because the thing that we do learn about it feels very, yeah. Um, the thing that we learn about it is that they are, um, they usually like travel in packs and are very brutal creatures, but you know, this one has been abandoned by its pack and has been like going around murdering things. And obviously this is the sort of first way that we see it, like how it's presented. And then Mm -hmm. we're told to question that. Um, I guess we're not really told to question it. It's just wrong in the end. (laughs) They just, yeah. That's that's, that's what I'm saying. Which is where the parallel kind of goes. I think that's my thing with this, with this, with the monster portion of this story too, is that that has been done better in the show mm-hmm. when they like think that this thing is because the first thing the doctor says when he sees the face in the painting is like that's the look of face of pure evil or something like that or like i know evil when i see it yeah. and so but the way that they get to the realization that it's just like the scared creature it's just clunky because mm-hmm. like in that moment where he realizes that it's like oh it's abandoned it's from this like super brutal thing and he's like and it's he's blind kind of like and... oh i can't wait to take no they don't even find out that he's blind until the very end yeah but in the middle somewhere, he's like, oh, you poor thing. But then it's also like, we still got to kill it. So it's like a weird kind of, I don't know. The 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 arc of that was like, it was clunkier than has been done in other episodes, I guess. Right, because I yeah. had the thought of like, the doctor loves his lonely creatures who are very much like him. But this was the plot of um, the beast inside. The beast below. Yes. Basically. It's like, yes. well, we have to, like, hurt this creature because it's, if we don't, you know, bad things will happen. And then it's like, no, it's a kind thing. It's not trying to hurt anybody. Right. And, like, honestly, if he, maybe that's the other thing. And, like, honestly, like, it's not like I watched The Beast Below before watching this episode. But I think, like, they're close enough that it was already done well in the season <laughs> to then <laughs> come and, the like, season. do it, uh, like, right. And but I you think know, that's loves, why they also uh, dropped the ball on it. Because they're like, well, we already did this, but you just need a parallel. (laughs) But for me, I'm like, the doctor didn't learn. Like, the doctor can make, like, makes the same mistakes. But Mm -hmm. usually there's a little bit more time between them. Sometimes it's it's a full regeneration before he's like, oh, shit, I've done forgot. It's been 100 years. But Mm -hmm. that was a good, you know, two weeks. And and he was like, oh, whoops, forgot not to judge a book by its cover again. My fault. (laughs) Now you're dead. My bad. So Amy does the sunflower thing. She, like... I don't know, like, goes around the Netherlands and, like, puts all the sunflowers that she could find in Vincent's backyard. Um, like, in vases and stuff. She's like, so sunflowers, let's paint them yeah. with me there. Thanks. How fun. And it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, but, I mean, it's also, thoughts? like, the doctor talking about the church. Wouldn't you like to paint it? And it's like, um, like maybe it on chill a little bit. I mean, Vincent's yeah. like, you're very religious. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I just feel like I just want the church is the place to be. You know what I mean? It's like a cool, it's a cool place. So they decide that they're going to go to the church, but later in the day, but Vincent has an episode and he's like crying in his room. And so the doctor gives lots of good quotes, you know, 11 bars, doctor bars, doctor bars. And then they decide that they're going to leave because Vincent's like, no, I can't do this. 
I don't want you here. Please leave. They're going to leave. And then Vinny rebounds, and he gets put on, puts on his best straw hat, and he gets all his tools, and they're going to the church. He notices that Amy is sad, and Amy's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, he's like, you're, you're crying, though, like, right now. She's like, am I? Oh, my yep. goodness. And it's like one of those up moments where I, like, notice that her nails are always done. Like her nails are always done. Like really elaborately. Like almost by on the levels. No. She has a good like red and a good blue. Maybe like a purple. Mm. But they're always freshly manicured. And I you know, if you why have a time travel a a time machine, sorry. Why have a time machine if not to like take a break, go get your manicure and then go back and fight monsters. Um I do want to like back up real quick. I just realized I forgot it was in my notes, but my notes aren't whatever so the moment where the doctor goes to get vincent and then he's having like a moment i thought it was interesting that like later the doctor he's like he tries to talk about to him about his depression and then it's like obviously not the right time because he's like bro we're trying to <laughs> i'm you know, working we're literally trying to lure like this beastie so let's like another time but <laughs> but i think like the way that the doctor is kind of unable to or not unable to. He he's having a hard time like saying the right things or like you know what I mean. Like he's like trying to talk about hope and Vincent is like I like I can't mm-hmm. like it's not something that he can hear in that moment. Yeah. And then part of me is like you know I think that that's something that's very true for a lot of people. Um, but I also wonder how much Moffat was trying to play that up as like a time lord thing because the doctor is also not like he's not great like when humans have certain emotions he he, he be saying things and you're like to, like pat you on the head like oh yeah and you're just like uh maybe not now so i was like so that part i thought was interesting to me was the way that he tried to handle it and then it not working mm-hmm. and him being like okay maybe it's just maybe i should just go yeah, words of encouragement are sometimes his love language, but it's really like taking somebody on an epic journey. <laughs> like, that's his love language. Well, yeah, language I mean, it's epic journey, and also he does, like, the epic monologue. So he's yeah. ready to just have the full thing where right. he's, like, he's ready to go whole into entire it. nations are built on hope type shit. <laughs> and then, like, but that's not, like, yeah. what's needed. Is honestly the thing that I love most about this episode too is because hi spoiler alert I suffer from depression. It is the most annoying fucking thing in the world when people are like, "Hope, hold on to it." And you're like, "Bitch, I don't want hope. I want to die. Like that's what I want." And I feel like it's like a very I don't know. I feel like the when people talk about this episode the thing that they love it's like the the the, the epic monologue epic hope. monologue but also the like hope will out and good things will overcome bad things and i just really love the realistic portrayal of and that's not enough sometimes mm-hmm. and so i think that that is like the thing i like a lot about that whole monologue is like that is the doctor's love language and Vincent's like, I see what you're trying to do, but it's just not go away. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I do like the, I, I like the, the realism in that, like, not that you shouldn't try, you know, right. to like help pull someone out of that, but that like words aren't always the thing that's needed or, or it's not always going to work. Mm-hmm. You right. know, I like having, 
I'm, oh, wow, I sound like Bayana. I like having the doctor have, you know, a big flowery monologue and it fails. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, the whole point is that in the end, their presence, the doctor's words, their ability to take him to the future and show him the thing that he was suffering, like, uh, suffering from, he that he was concerned about the most, that, like, no one would care about his art. Like, they took him to the future and it was just like, no, you're the greatest painter of all time, literally. And it still didn't work. Not that it didn't work. I mean, that's, you know, but part of what he said. Right. It doesn't like, change the fundamental right. reality of his situation. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't heal him. It's yeah. not a it's not a pull yourself up by your bootstraps type of thing. It's not like mm-hmm. you can be cured by knowing that people appreciate you. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> they go to the church. They paint Finally. the church. <laughs> they paint the, the doctor's church. doctor's been waiting on this moment. The doctor's been waiting on this moment, and then they get there, and he's like, he's why is time like this? Is it always like this? In this order, why would you do this? Why why didn't we just hop in the TARDIS and just go five hours in the future? Why are we here? I don't understand. And then he cannot shut up. And I'm just like, I love yeah. Eleven. It is so one of the things I like I shouted love at the screen. I was like, 11. I love Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> I love Eleven so much because and I love and I I, I love that Moffat does this a few times in which it's like can you just calm down? He's like, I can't sit. Still. Mm-hmm. I, why is this so? It's like, why are we doing this? We could <laughs> right. be moving. Let's, we could be moving. Let's move. It's just like Michelangelo, when he was doing this, I was like, okay, so this is what we're going to do. He was like, Picasso, okay, with like, you just, I was trying to get him to just be, you know, steady hand. And, and Van Gogh was like, why are your arms in, around me? Like, can you let me I have some personal, you're in my bubble. Personal space is very important. And the doctor's and like, also but. not talking. Man. Yeah. We are in a church. Silence is, silence is golden. Right, yeah. like we are in the a doctor, church. This truly, atmosphere is sacred. And you are the real problem the was that the doctor, the doctor needed a nap. <laughs> <laughs> you need, they were, they, I mean, or Amy should have just, yeah, Amy, Amy should have gave him like a, a juice box or something and a blanket and been like, go under the tree. We'll box. wake you up Not when it's, when it's time. Yeah. You know? Cause man. <laughs> so good though. Um, the doctor has an infant is so fitting. So the creature shows up and the doctor's like, I will handle it. I'm a time Lord. And you stay here and then Amy has big Gryffindor energy and it's just like so I'm gonna let him get inside and go left and then I'm gonna count to five and then I'm gonna go in after him and it seems like that (laughs) she's just like you go after him aren't you and she's like well duh Um, so they see the creature they fight the creature they talk to the creature they realize that the creature is not an evil beastie but a blind beastie Uh, they kill the creature and that's the other part. Sorry. That's the other part that is wild to me. Well, you probably that, That's why we're here. Yeah. I'm sorry. So that's so all in terms of like back to like the monster part of it being weird is that they find out that this is like a vulnerable creature and then kill him. It's not like they kill him and then find out. Oh, snap. He was blind. It's like they figure all this stuff out and then he gets like Skewered. stabbed with the damn. Yeah. It's like, wait, 
Y'all could have found another way at this point. Once you figure that, like that, that part was like, mm-hmm. it was, it was like, wait, I don't understand. Uh, yeah, because I, every time I, I mean? watch it, I am, I feel like they're like, oh, we kill, you know, they stab it, and then they're like, oh crap, it was blind. But it's actually the other way no, around. The other way around, and like Vincent does say, like, oh, it was an accident. So he does like the, you know, yeah. Vincent didn't mean to kill, only to maim or seriously injure. So like that's basically what. <laughs> basically what he says and he's so like i feel bad because i killed energy. it okay he was okay it's li- but that's what it is it's very much like oh i didn't mean to i was just trying to stop it but it's like you came at it with the damn pokey thing like <laughs> <laughs> like you were gonna you went at it to kill the way you charged at that thing you was trying to kill it mm-hmm. like the crefans got murked and i just feel like <laughs> it mm, have to happen that way it was yeah. it felt like it felt like they got to that point they could have written it and the, other, the and the if i don't know if i can't remember who wrote this episode because i wasn't paying attention but like whoever it felt like they got to that point and we're like we just have to wrap this up so yeah boom it's dead i suppose like being like oh maybe we can like off yeah it felt more it felt like let's just wrap this up so we can get back to the main part of the story richard curtis yeah that was yeah Okay. Oh. I think I think that's all I have on that because honestly sense. I didn't realize I had that many feelings about <laughs> the monster. Okay. Most this... of my notes don't even say anything about it. So <laughs> this makes sense. It, just, yeah. it was written by Richard Curtis. Richard Curtis. Four weddings and a funeral. Notting Hill. Bridget Jones's Diary. Love Actually. Uh, time. Uh, War Horse. Ah. Uh, it all makes sense. It now. all makes sense. <laughs> it all makes sense now. It's like this romantic episode. You know, with love and and yeah. the, Eng- the countryside, passion. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. So he's like, you can go. I'm like, <laughs> he's just like, oh, care. this is what I do. Fuck <laughs> her face. Fuck some kid. <laughs> Mister co-creator of Mister Bean, well, Black Adder. He's like, you know, he's only written this episode of Vincent of Doctor Who. Fantasy is not really his thing. Right. So he's right. Like I'm a monster. He wrote, right? I'll do that in Doctor Who, right? <laughs> Monster. It's like, that's not why we're here. Like, you hired me because you want my feels and not because I'm good at the sci-fi. <laughs> mm-hmm. But also, interestingly enough, he, he wrote, wrote the, yesterday. Which, he wrote what? He wrote yesterday and whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, <laughs> Talk about feels. <laughs> I hated that He movie. also very interestingly wrote the number one ladies detective agency pilot, which is only oh, funny huh. to me because that's a Jill Scott show. <laughs> so, you know, the, I, the creature's dead. It's gone. It's over. <laughs> so, you know, they're hanging now out. Now Vincent's ready to settle down. <laughs> He's like, you know He's what? Like, I found love. I'm ready to people, have all honestly, of the ginger babies. Truly. But honestly... But, like. The way that they're all laying in the field, holding hands. It's very Hakuna it's, Matata. Yes. It's um, very much the great kings of the past live up there. <laughs> Just kidding. It's really, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I always Mufasa thought it was great balls up. of gas, about trillions of miles away. Like, that's basically what it is. That's true. Especially, but it's very like, pretty. in the new one, they're, like, laying on each other in, like, a very, like, comfortable way. Um, well, no, but but I mean, like even in the original no, Lion King, they're they're yeah. laying that like in that yeah, yeah, like yeah. circle. They're not holding hands, but they don't really have hands to hold. <laughs> so <laughs> holding the cartoon versions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Mufasa shows up and says, "Vincent, remember." <laughs> but yes, Vincent wants to have all of Amy's babies, like all of them, like so many babies. 
Uh, no, he, yeah, he said by the dozen. <laughs> like, wow, <laughs> that's intense. Like, there's a difference that's between like between being time. like. So you know what's his name? Uh, what's his name? That man's name was Porridge. He asked Clark. Clark <laughs> sorry, he asked Clara to marry him in Nightmare and Silver. Mm. It's one of the like Porridge. It's one of the few Cyberman uh, oh, yes. episodes that yeah, I like. Por- his name um, is Porridge. His name like is Porridge. Flitwick. That's why I laughed. But yes, but he so like he asked Kara to marry him, and he's like this prince, and he got a lot of money, and like whatever. But like a very simple right. like y'all just met, so it's still a little like okay, but marriage, you know, a <laughs> stepping stone. Let's start there. If you will. My man said, we'll have ch- children by the dozen. I'm like, so that means more than one dozen, right? Like, if it's by the dozen, that means you're trying to get her with twins at least six times. <laughs> and then one-offs maybe six more times. And that just feels like... <laughs> A lot of work for eight. Yeah, like, chill. Are you putting in any work? Are you doing anything, Vincent? I mean, he's putting, it, he's putting in some it. work. He's love it. But for how long? Is it, recipro- <laughs> is it, is it balanced is the question. He's not putting in the work... For how long do you how have to pay for these babies, you know Vincent? Is? How you I'm sorry. Pay for all these babies, Vincent. You can't make. You can't even afford a drink at the bar. You got him. Two hundred months. You got him. He didn't have money out. for the for the drink. I'm sorry. It Hold ain't up. come in yet. His PayPal ain't so, come in. So in order to is the word gesticulate? I feel like that's the word. <laughs> a baby. That's like almost ten months. That's forty weeks. <laughs> He's trying to do that over a dozen <laughs> times. Out here doing math. That's like, you know how many months you gotta be pregnant? Oh, Captain L- Literal strikes again. <laughs> it's been a while since we had one, right? He was saying his no. point was no, no. Like, that is eleven years of pregnancy. A lot of your baby. Did you not see her calculate on her he is not putting in enough work for a dozen. He's an artist. <laughs> he f- uses flowery, flowery language. Yeah. His point was... I think he got excited because he's, <laughs> he's excited a ginger dating, And she's out here and she's cute and she's from Holland just like him. And so he got very excited is all I'm saying. It's true. They're very true. Uh, so He could have he just said two, you know? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> No, at the time, people just had babies. Like, what else was you doing? The point is, Vincent was wilding. Yeah. Amy was like, I'm going back to my time. (laughs) I'll see you on the flippity flop. I still messes with you, but like... I mess with you deep. I'm going to buy one of your paintings. I'm going to hang it up. (laughs) I'm going to go back to the museum right now. Matter of fact. Your number one fan, however. (laughs) Multiple, have that many babies? She was definitely like, yikes. That's one of those where you like, you're like, he's great. And then you're just like, whoa. Whoa. Bit intense. Bit intense, though. <laughs> Escalated lovely, so quickly. Lovely person. Whoa, intense. Whoa, much. Yeah. So then they decide to take Vincent back in the TARDIS and show him the, the real impact of his work. And that should... Uh, and the hope is that, that that will, you know, when he's feeling under, un, not even underappreciated, not appreciated at all. Yeah. And like he should quit and that no one cares about his paintings and he's never going to be a success. It's also a funny thing. Sorry. It, must, it might be right before 
they come or right after they come, Gogan comes to um, of Avon and, and visits him. And Vincent's like, oh, we going to do this like artist colony thing here. Like all the colors. This is this place is like a creative gold mine. And Gogan is like, mm-hmm, cool. You're nuts. I'm going to go. And so Yikes. there's also so there's that point, too. So I don't know if it happens right before or right after mm. in the timeline. But it happens in around this time. So he's feeling like the general public don't appreciate what he's doing. And then like other artists who he appreciates their work also don't mess with him. Mm -hmm. So taking him to see like his long lasting impact, um, it's like even more beautiful because he's just at this point in his life in which it's like, I have this passion and need to create and no one cares. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they like have Bill Bill Nye like gush over him while he like stands there and you know cries right. like which you know it happens. A beast that way. Yeah, and then uh, Amy wants to go back and see all the new paintings after they drop them off and I feel like she should have There are none. Yeah. I don't know if I feel like she should have um, been hip to the game by now. That, like, the doctor tries not... Like, the point is that they don't want to mess with stuff and that they usually don't and that if they do, it's a huge deal and so that he would have said something. Um, well, I think it's one of those things... Amy often repeats time can be rewritten. That's, like, the yeah. thing that she holds on to all yeah. the time. Like, I don't... I mean, that, I mean, and I guess, I don't know. I'd have to like keep track of that next time I do like a full rewatch, but I think that's a thing that she kind of holds on to. And maybe it's in part because her particular timeline Mm. is literally being rewritten at the moment. And then in the, you know, and pretty much her entire time. So in some ways it's like, you're not hip to it yet, but also like it tracks with just, how she tends to she just she repeats it so much it starts to get annoying after a while but like <laughs> I was just like girl I think the doctor would have a bigger reaction if yeah. you'd actually changed everything to that extent or at least be you know much more showy about it maybe not not showy about it I think he would be even more cautious if like time could be rewritten that easily I just meant in this particular instance of like he'd be like come let me show you the additional paintings because we saved you know we like extended his life by uh, 60 years or whatever like he'd be and he was just like yeah we're just gonna go back to the same exhibit (laughs) he's like you know we've done this now um three times yeah you know i can show you the entire universe and you want to you want to go back okay (laughs) There's nothing new there, by the way, (laughs) ma'am. Although there is stuff new, because the monster's gone, and the sunflowers are dedicated to Amy. And I was wondering... From her um, husband. Her husband. Who's been? Her baby daddy. Right? (laughs) If... I don't think it... Yeah. The vase of the sunflowers, it says Vincent on it, the original. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I so I like, but I always just like, is there a 
painting in which he writes Amy somewhere, and that's what gets them the idea to do this episode. Or I thought that too, but then I forgot to look it up. But because I was like, I know that painting doesn't say Amy, but like, mm-hmm. is there an Amy painting? But I don't know. You know, I like yeah, because that could have been that one of those moments where she was like, the Amy was me all along. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And they're just like, wow, this really worked in our favor. <laughs> this is a great idea. Yeah. I mean, it'd be, cl- it'd be clever. Okay. Are we going to quotes from the TARDIS? Let's quote I think from the so. TARDIS. Bank- TARDIS there's no black, TARDIS there's no black people in this episode. Which? Vampires of Venice. Mm. <laughs> and there's a black person in 11th Hour. It's just, you know. Is there? Yeah, he's one of the, like, I think he's got, like, in the coma. <laughs> Very fleeting. <laughs> he doesn't have any lines. But he, he's there. I'm like, I'm not aware of that one, but okay. Yeah. okay. No line. Sure. It's an extra, but it's fine. It counts. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, perhaps we can talk about cultural appropriation and Prisoner Zero taking coma mm-hmm. patients and using their, I don't know, I'm just saying words. Let's move <laughs> on. Essay, I w- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Um, <laughs> anyway. So, I just want to point out, so we we all watch the show separately, and then we add our quotes from the TARDIS, and most of the time I don't add anything, or, like, we all choose kind of, like, similar quotes, because, you know, we're similar people ish but in this first quote i got into the doc into our doc and i'm assuming constance typed in this quote and i had to add the beginning the uh vincent part so it's so clear you cannot help and when you leave and everyone always leaves i will be left once more with an empty heart and no hope it's my experience that there is surprisingly always hope. So who did the? It, it's my experience that there is surprisingly always hope. Constance, of course you did. <laughs> Leaving out the important part. Everyone always leaves. Okay, not gonna. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I won't do the thing, but I'm the other side of that, so I don't know what else to say <laughs> besides I. Operate on the idea that there's on the hope. hope. You have a plan, don't you? No, it's a thing. It's like a plan, but with more grayness. <laughs> there are lots of I, doctor quotes where it's just like, just mm, a, plan. Kind of a plan. So about that, I don't plan know is a plan strong is. word. Yeah, <laughs> there's there is one is. in um, Angels. I don't know mm. the name of it. There's some in Angels one, but the when we first meet River. Yeah, yeah, by Xanthium, um, where he's like, do you have a plan? No, but I'm still talking. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. it's like, uh, it'll get there. Yeah. Once I talk it out, it'll be, by it's the like, time it's in the coming. sentence, it will be there. Right. Great. Right. Let me keep going, and a plan will then <laughs> Don't morph. interrupt me. <laughs> Is this how time normally passes really slowly in the right order? And, you know someone who goes to work just like wow i resonate with that so many days i'm just like is it really must we is this the or like it can't go any faster 
Is it going slower? I feel like it might be going slower. It's like, it's only two. Um, I'm just like, are scientists calculating time right? Like, I feel like some days are literally longer than others. And I don't know what that's about. And then sometimes other people are experiencing the day in the same slowness as you. So it's not just you. And I'm like, no, something, there's a conspiracy out there somewhere. But you're not armed. But I am. With what? Overconfidence? This? And a small screwdriver? I'm absolutely sorted. Oh, and this is also one of those episodes, I don't know if it's the first one, because, again, I haven't seen the episodes before this in a long time, where he's just, like, waving the screwdriver around, and it's literally doing nothing. <laughs> he's just like, like he's like, did that work? He's, right, he's asking oh. Vincent, he's just like, no, I don't even know what you're trying to do. Like, what is he actually <laughs> trying to do? I don't Which understand is another... how the screwdriver works, so I'm just like, yeah. I never know. Unless it's, like, actually on something metal or technology where I can, like, wave it away, like, okay, well, fine. Like but when he's doing... trying to use it on, like, a sentient being, I'm just like, yeah. well, what are you doing? I think I think it's funny because that's a thing that, like, Eleven specifically does. Like, they're, <laughs> like he does it in the, um, when they go to save, is it when they go to save Amy in the, the premiere of season six? And, like, He's back to back with River, and she's like actually shooting. <laughs> I mean, and he's yes. just like waving the thing around, and yes. you're like, you're literally doing nothing. Like maybe he's enhancing well, he, her bullets. I know or that he can. There have been episodes where he's using his screwdriver, and he can like catalog what the creature actually is. Right. Um, yeah. That it's doesn't do an, anything. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not doing information. Creature but, at this point, you're not <laughs> like. Yeah. Like, Which did, then, I kill, did I defeat it? No. But also then sets up one of another one of my favorite moments in Who during the 50th, in which the war doctor is like, it's a screwdriver. <laughs> what, are, what are we doing? What are y'all doing? <laughs> you keep pointing it around at people like it's nothing. You're not going to do it. Cool. You're building shelves? What's going on? It can't even build yeah. shelves. Shelves? It's wood. Oh, I know. <laughs> what is the point of the sonic <laughs> I think though, it doesn't you know, do wood. It doesn't do wood. It kind of is just. I like it as just like an informational tool, but they yeah. do use it as a pseudo weapon a lot. But I'm like, but it literally can't. But even when they don't use it as a weapon, like the things they use it for are, I mean, maybe I just the never. Sonic blades are very good at loosening yeah. bolts, and then yeah. things go faster or they stop. Can loosen and the tight like, You do the thing, and then you're like, "Oh, now I can open the door." That's right. true. Yeah, yeah. Sonic it's great with doors usually, and like, the door wood. I think yeah. he can like help people. Like if they have something wrong with their body, he like scans them and like it's like, "Oh, you're stable now." <laughs> I think it does that sometimes, but in general, I don't even know how they're reading it. So we're just gonna skip past that part. Hold my hand, doctor. Try and see what I see. We're so lucky we're still alive to see this beautiful world. Look at the sky. It's not dark and black and without character. The black is, in fact, deep blue. And over there, lights are blue. And blue and through the blueness and the blackness. The winds swirling through the air and then shining, burning, bursting through. The stars, can you see how they roll their light? Everywhere we look, complex magic of nature blazes before our eyes. Bangers! Tardis bangers! <laughs> Listen, Tardis the dude was nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> like, now that I know who wrote this. Right, it's just like, oh, this makes so much less. more sense now. <laughs> yeah, Notting Hill, I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy asking her to love me. 
Come on. You know? He wrote this shit in his sleep. <laughs> he was like, oh, you need a little episode of Doctor Who? I got you. I got you. Like, oh, Moffat, put in the little animal part. I don't know. The space part. Yeah, I'm going to write the rest of it. You know? But there's Science-y, a beast. Thing. You got that. You got it. You got that part. Yeah. Just and then the beast does on. Yeah. But I okay. am here for the art and the words. <laughs> Uh, the way I see it, every life is a pile of good things and bad things. The good things don't always soften the bad things, but vice versa. The bad things don't necessarily spoil the good things or make them unimportant. And we definitely add it to his pile of good things. If I got tattoos, some part of it would be it. I was like, can you get the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> the full I, also, I always think about that because I... Um, probably get like a visual representation of that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just get it in, like, um, a Van Gogh tattoo. But I've always been a Renoir girl myself, but I don't want white people on my body. (laughs) That part. There is that. Check out blackgirlscreate.org for all stuff that we do. Um, Follow us on Twitter at WeBlackAndNerds. Use the hashtag Tarbis for all conversations related to and pertaining to and other things about doctor who um join our slack channel where uh we have a channel dedicated to conversations about who it's basically just come and like talk to us about doctor who um and then also rate interview us on itunes and where podcasts are found tarbis is a part of hard knock media we've joined the nerds of color podcast network including the podcast hard knock life southern fried asians dc tv classics asked by girls Desi Geek Girls, We're Not All Ninjas, and That Moment. You can check out all of these podcasts at hardknockmedia.com. So thank you for listening. Be sure to stay tuned for the Twitter poll to vote on which episode we discuss next from Season 6. Team Robin is Let's Kill Hitler. Team Bayana is The Doctor's Wife. And Team Me is The Wedding of River Song, which, you know... So All right. we're, gonna, we're gonna do the thing. I'm not prepared to do this. You ready, Robin? But you know. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I should prepare these better, but I'm ready. Okay. Ready, set. Let's kill Hitler. We got two black girls, and they're both Melody Pond. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Vote for it. Vote for it. <laughs> we're putting Hitler in the closet. We got that weird robotty. Thing that ends up at the end ruining the season because it don't make no goddamn sense. Doctor dies, but then doesn't die. And again, two black girls, both Melody Pond, River Song. We got it. Let's go. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. That was funny. That was a good one. Bayana, you ready? Yep. Okay, and go. Okay. Both the doctor's wife. We go to a bubble universe outside of our universe, except it's not really a soap bubble. We potentially, maybe, are going to meet other Time Lords, except, oops, not really. But we do meet the TARDIS, and she talks, and so that's awesome. And then Rory dies again, so that's cool. I mean, it's not cool, but that's a thing. It's a theme. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think he dies twice. We what see... Okay. Not really, but it's an illusion. Anyway, we also get to see the TENS desktop. We got flashbacks. We got the Doctor talking to the TARDIS and the TARDIS being a woman oh. and running around and okay, biting people. Okay, Yeah. <laughs> I gave you a couple extra seconds because Robin said a thing, but it's over. No, I just forgot that Rory might have died. 
Rory always dies. He always dies. It's kind of. I know, and I can't remember all of the. No, you can't. Yeah, it's it's impossible to keep track. Oh no! Because sometimes I just assume he dies. (laughs) It's literally like it's just like one off. Oh, he dead. Oh, okay. (laughs) But he dead though. But he is. But he did. But he is. But he is. He honestly is is as dead as Chadwick in that episode. All right, Team Connie. Uh, the wedding of River Song. Ready, set, go. So, guys, I have no idea what happens in this episode. Like, I've watched it several times, but I have no idea what happens in this episode. But it's a it's it's wacky, and you know, they're, they all of history is happening at the same time. That part I know happens, and River Song is our designated black girl of the episode. I don't care what the historical records say, um, and you know, there's kissing and you know, curly haired River, and you know, we just go watch it. Let's just watch it. You know, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I got. It's fine. I got two black girls, and they're both River Song. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you know, vote. I win. We'll see you next month where we will be reviewing Let's Kill Hitler or I will be quitting. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you said you quit on campaigning. I mean, but still, give it to me. (laughs) (laughs) You have to earn the vote, Robin. Give it to me. Earn the vote. No. (laughs) Affirmative action. Um, We're all black girls. I need a quota. Oh my gosh. This is ageism. <laughs> is it? Is it? I'm 107. I don't know how the Twitter works. Give it to me. You're a community and social media it manager. Me. It is your job. It really is your Give job. it to me. The black girls have the box. <laughs> <laughs>